Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Democrats are shifting strategy again because none of their strategies work. People are, are on to them. They no longer see the Democrats the way they used to. And when I tell you the Democrats are losing it, you know it. You don't need Kevin Jackson to tell you. By the way, this is Kevin Jackson. Speaking of himself in the third person, Kevin Jackson Network, 844-551-8255. Democrats are nervous, so nervous that Biden has been asked to make up with MAGA, MAGA and Ultra MAGA. I talked about it in the first hour, but we're going to at least give you a little bit of extra here on it because it's important. Watch over the next period of time. Give it the next month because Joe Biden probably won't be here in the next month. I'm saying he they're going to give him the signs that he's out. And just so you know, one of them is what I'm telling you. Joe Biden's been asked to make up with MAGA, soften his relationship on the Make America Great Again crowd, the people that he has absolutely excoriated. Says they're the worst Americans possible. He he calls the MAGA element of the Republican Party the most dangerous thing in politics. That's what he said in his own words. Not me. You don't have to pay attention to me. Joe Biden said it. No, we don't need to play the clip again. They can go check it out in the first hour. It's a Hail Mary attempt for Joe Biden to stay in the race. And it's a Hail Mary attempt for the Democrats to say, look, you're going to have to get out. So when you get out, we have to have already kissed and made up with the MAGA people. To me, it's a sign of total desperation by the Democrats. At a moment of deep division in our nation, President Lincoln said, we are not enemies. He said, we are not enemies, but friends. We must not be enemies, he went on to say. I've long believed we have to look at each other, even in our most challenging times, not as enemies, but as fellow Americans. Scripture tells us the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. I believe that's our collective calling today. And I've told you guys, whenever a Democrat brings up Scripture, you better run. You better get out of there. A bomb is about to blow up and you're going to get hit with some shrapnel. Yeah, deep division, Lincoln said. I I love that Joe Biden brings up two people, two things that are very powerful for conservatives. He brings up Lincoln, the Republican president who freed the slaves, and then he brings up God. He brings up scripture. That's when you know Democrats are at the level of desperation that they don't want to get to because they got to admit that there is a God. There's something bigger than them. And they're saying, you know what? We have tried everything (laughs) We got to believe in conservative principles. Oh, man. And you want to see some mixed messages? You want to hear some mixed messages? You ain't going to see them. You can hear them. 
So this is a group of folks assembled in this room who are going to be able to say, God willing, that uh, you help this generation help save democracy. I mean, in a literal sense. In a literal sense, in a literal sense, going to save democracy. Got to stop those MAGA people. By the way, here's Jill, Jill Biden. She blames Donald Trump for the ills of her husband's administration. Well, as President Biden struggles to improve his approval rating between gaffes and Democratic infighting, First Lady Jill Biden is launching a new attack on former President Donald Trump. She's accusing him of tanking the Senate's border deal, and she's complaining that he is trying to make her husband look bad, saying, quote, you see what happened today with the border, and now Trump is trying to do everything he can to make Joe look bad. You know, even at the lives, sacrificing lives of so many people just for his own political gain. Now, she said that in Texas, and I guess we could be relieved she didn't at least compare, say Latinos are as unique as breakfast tacos. She said that when she was in San Antonio, Texas. So <laughs> she apologized for that, didn't do that again. Instead, she tried the new tack of Donald Trump is to blame here. Except that's not true, Tammy, because Trump didn't get her husband to have a 68 percent disapproval on the border, a record low, according to CBS. Yeah. And I'm just amazed, though, about how much power Donald Trump has. He has more power than Joe Biden. He can influence the Senate. He's in control of the images of other people. Hmm. He has everything except a, a special magic wand. So there is the first lady of the United States effectively telling people that her husband is so ineffective and so uninvolved that Donald Trump, bad MAGA king, is running the country right now. Yeah, all this immigration stuff is Donald Trump's fault. But we're going to heal the nation. <laughs> they won't even say his name, by the way. If you notice, Joe Biden says the other guy. that He never says Trump's name. Think about it. Go listen to his speeches. He does not say Trump. And he denigrates Trump by not saying his name, doesn't call him the former president. And then he denigrates you, us, MAGA, the people that believe that America should be made great again and that Joe Biden isn't doing it. Bad news for the Democrats. Here's what they, the Pennsylvania voters were polled. And this is one of the things that came out. And we're going to be talking about immigration, voting, uh, all, a bunch of stuff this hour. But I want to play this and, and we're going to bump, bounce around a little bit, but you'll get it. Just hang in there. You'll get it. Now, there's another warning sign for Democrats today from our new series, The Deciders Focus Groups. We are collaborating with Engages, Syracuse University and Sago to highlight and hear from key slices of the 2024 electorate. Our first conversations featured 15 Pennsylvania women who voted for Trump in 2020, but who opposed the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Democrats are hoping these types of voters could swing close elections, but... If last night was any indication, they are still overwhelmingly standing by Trump. Take a listen to some of what they said. By a show of fingers, who would say former President Trump is at least partially responsible for Roe v. Wade being overturned by the Supreme Court? Hmm. So none of you would say that he's at least partially responsible for it. Maybe just a little bit. I think people should have their own right to choose what they want to do with their bodies. But I mean, it's not a number one factor on who I'm going to vote for either way. It's not that important. I hate to say it, but it's overall, it's probably not going to determine who I vote for. It's uh, not of my top three reasons to vote for somebody. It means nothing in the grand scheme of everything to me. I'm going to vote who for who I think is going to do the best for my family. Okay. And abortion is not part of that consideration. At this point, no. Who would take Trump? 
So I've got basically everybody except Michelle. For a moment, let's imagine that the election is tomorrow. By a show of fingers, how many of you would take Trump? Six of the seven. Just fascinating. You love me. You really love me. is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. And it didn't cost us a dime. I don't know if you guys saw Biden over the weekend, but it was, he was shaking hands with the air again and and he's, you have to watch the videos. You, you can't convey it. I can do the best I can on radio. But there's a, a place where he's looking up, and he literally looks like a little kid. He, he doesn't know where to go. He's like lost, like, what? where? And he's got this look on his face like a lost child. Welcome, folks. Kevin Jackson's here listening to the Kevin Jackson Network, 844-551-8255. Lots going on. I want to tell you, go check out our merch. Uh, Terry was talking to me, uh, the guy that runs our internet stuff, and he told me the most popular shirt that's selling is no period. So we did something special with that shirt. Go take a peek at it. <laughs> You'll like it. So anyway, there's that shirt. And then there's uh, the new Trump tennis shoes, which I think are hysterical. And by the way, all the pricing was reduced uh, just because we had some glitches. So I just told Chris to reduce everything. So go check out the store. I think you'll enjoy it. Really cool stuff out there. And uh, Transact is renaming, but it's the same card, but they're rebranding and it's better. So for those of you who are interested in that, be sure to get in contact with me. I did have, I believe his name was Steve, call me for two things. One, he wants to be one of our 500 warriors. And we've been talking about that. In order to make this thing work, we need 500 people that will give us 20 bucks a month and be one of those warriors. We also had a few people that gave more, so they said they would donate to help other folks. So if you want to uh, to be a part of that, let me know. And uh, you know, if you want to be one of the warriors, because somebody's already funded it. So if you want to be one of those that you can't afford it, but you want to do that, love to have you join the team, because it's more than just the funding. It's pushing the word out. It's telling people about what we do. And what, what we stand for over here. And I think many of you, you listen to me and you probably agree with 90%. Okay, 99.9. But you agree with most of what I say. <laughs> and so we can at least find that common ground. And where we disagree, I still love you. Just because you're wrong doesn't make it. <laughs> I'm messing with you. Maybe you are right under your circumstances, right? Because it's very personal. And that's okay. So anyway, I'm glad you guys are here. Uh, we're talking about Joe Biden shaking hands with the air, it, having to be handled. The, the think, think about this. The, the leader of the free world has to be handled. Somebody has to literally take his arm and walk him places or else he could get lost or he could trip and fall. I'm just telling that video where Jill, there's a video. I don't know if you've seen it. Jill Biden, instead of paying attention to the audience, she's watching Joe Biden's every move. And she'll kind of glance at the audience like, you know, like they're wolves ready to attack. But she's looking at Joe 
to make sure he's not going to screw up and she doesn't have to jump in and go, hey, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, and do a little dance and keep your mind off of him. But be joyful, Americans, be joyful. Because Biden won South Carolina. South Carolina's his. And now he's in the driver's seat for the Democrat nomination. But the woes of the party have only begun. But, you know, uh, I think it's time to finish the job here. I think it's time for us to... And if I don't stop talking, I'm going to get the hook from Jill. She's going to pull me off this little time. Joe Biden thinks that's cute. If I don't stop talking, my, these people are going to get me. My handlers, Jill, will get me. Blah, blah, blah. He thinks that's, that's cool. Do we have that clip where he goes, well, anyway. Because I was thinking about these little Bidenisms that Joe Biden says. And I've, we play clips where he gets off track. And then he'll go, he either uses the excuse, I better shut up or get off stage or they're going to get, you know, they'll come get me. Finish the job is one of them, right? Well, we got to finish the job. It's for the greater good. And uh, I better stop right here. And my favorite that he does is, come on, man. That's when he's upset. Come on, man. (laughs) These Bidenisms. Let's get back to immigration. So here's Joe Biden talking about immigration and telling us that we have an obligation for these folks. Look, I think that anyone who is in a situation where they're in need of health care, regardless of whether they're documented or undocumented, we have an obligation to see that they're cared for. That's why I think we need more clinics around the country. And this idea that undocumented, and by the way, the significant portion of undocumented folks in this country are there because they've overstayed their visas. It's not people breaking down gates coming across the border. And so, look, the, the biggest thing we got to do in this is, is just tone down the rhetoric. We know why it's happening. It's to create fear and concern. Why are your job in tough shape? Because of that, that and then he describes in very graphic, unflattering terms, that other, the immigrant. This is ridiculous. And- I want you to think for just a second. Joe Biden is telling us we need to put up more clinics because we have all these, quote, undocumented illegals, and we have to be prepared for them. We have to be prepared for this invasion, this influx. It isn't because our system, you know, is uh, overloaded or whatever. It's because we have to be prepared for the millions I'm going to bring in. These guys want to bring these people in, and that's why they have people so mad. This illegal I want you to hear this. This guy's translating, but he knows he he knew to come in because of Joe Biden and Title 42, which means we'll let you in. You get to stay, come assimilate and be better off than you would be if you were a a citizen of the United States. Were you aware of Title 42 and that they were going to open the border uh, like before the pandemic? That's why you came. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. Gracias, muchas gracias. Y suerte con tu viaje, Pedro. Uh, Pedro, it represents a lot of the stories here, the migrants that we're uh, hearing on the streets. Uh, so many uh, officials here have told us they are ready for what's coming next, projecting an air of confidence. Sarah, only time will tell if they're right. Sarah. Yeah. Interesting to note that he was well aware of Title 42 uh, coming down. That's what a lot of people are, are worried about. 
who knew immigration would be the one of the bigger issues? Well, I, I think most of us probably knew it would be a bigger issue, but it's really gained popularity. Number one is the economy. I don't care what anybody tells you. Inflation is the thing that hits you right in your face every day. But immigration moved up to being a much closer second because of so many people that are recognizing what the Biden administration, what the left are doing. We played a clip of a black man out of Massachusetts in the first hour ranting that he can't get into a facility that tax dollars pay for because they're housing students, I mean, immigrants there. Hotel rooms booked, accommodations better than America's veterans that are sleeping on the streets. Kids can't go to school, gymnasiums and things like this because of the influx. And by the way, these are groups that aren't even getting hit with too much. I mean, we're talking about minuscule numbers compared to Texas and Arizona. And in some cases, New Mexico, when they complain. And of course, California is never going to complain because they're part of the problem. So it's growing. But the Democrats have a host of other major problems. It's Kevin Jackson Radio. He's black. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. has to end here. Uh, actually, it's just gotten started. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. I did a segment on embarrassing things not too long ago, and we're going to continue that. But it's things that are embarrassing that everybody experiences. And the reason I did that is I wanted us all to remember that we're human. We all pick our nose. We all scratch our butts. We all, you know, when we get sick, we cough up phlegm. And when we're doing it, it's like, well, it's just part of a bodily function. But when somebody else does it, it's like, oh, it's just so nasty. It's a joke. One of my comedian buddies used to say, you can do more damage with a booger on your finger than you can with a gun. And there's a little bit of truth to that. Welcome, everybody. Kevin Jackson's who you're listening to. Yes, the show is irreverent. I don't try to do a show like anybody else because it's my show. This here, my juke joint. You can contact me at the Kevin Jackson Network, 844 844- Five five one eighty two fifty five. I did get a call from I think his name was Steve and Steve you were having trouble signing up as one of our warriors but uh, I called you back so get back in contact with me and we'll get that straightened out love 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 that people are responding we're, we're growing the audience people are starting to to catch on to what we're doing and and we're making a dent and you know what it could be I, I would love to to tell you that we're just kicking butt in terms of financials and all that, but it, that's not even the point. You know what I really enjoy? I enjoy that there's something inside of me that despite being shadow banned and not getting out there to the way that I feel like we need to, we we get the message out. I'll give you a good example. We're working with a team led by a friend of mine, beautiful lady named Jennifer, and one of her co-workers, the founders of the company, uh, they do a lot with law enforcement. And he goes, Kevin, can I watch the film? He'd never seen my movie. I said, absolutely. He goes, I think we could do some stuff with some of these big police organizations. He watches the film. He called me the next day and said, dude, that was amazing. He goes, why is this film not been seen by millions of people? He goes, it should be seen by everybody. He just went on. He raved. It was like a kid in a candy store, a fat kid with cake. And he was telling me the different things that touched him during the film. And I said, well, you should see the the uh, out, the 
audience reaction video we got. I said, cops are crying in the, you know, coming out of the theater. He goes, I'll admit. He goes, man, I teared up a few times. I said, don't feel bad. That's what it does. It should have that emotional content. And I tell you this because I want you to understand that when people get a load of what we do, like get a load of him, <laughs> they, it resonates. We have a way of touching people because I think we're genuine enough. People understand. We're, no, nobody on my team is in this for the money. If you saw what people get paid here, yeah, I'd probably get some lawsuits. <laughs> but it's not about that. It's about what we want to get out there. So anyway, when we did this embarrassing moments thing, it was to tell you, guys, we're human. We all do the same crap. We make the same mistakes. The only difference between us and those animals on the left, those evildoers, I like to call them scumbags, scoundrels, and skanks, the only difference is we have a moral and ethical core. They don't. Embarrassing things. I have a few embarrassing things to discuss with the left. You ready? Joe Biden. An embarrassment by anybody's measure. This guy's Mr. Bumble. We know what he's been, what it, what's happening. We know he's in cognitive decline. And Anne, I did read your article on white spots. And yes, Joe Biden has white spots on his brain. I probably got white spots on my brain, but I'll get accused of being a white boy if I say that out loud. But I just did, so I accept it. White spots. The dude's brain is not functioning. And he's making Big decisions on this stuff. Look at what's going on in Iran, in Iran, or Iran, <laughs> Iran. <laughs> what was that song? <laughs> anyway, what's going on in Iran? Joe Biden's fault. He he just warned him. Hey, listen, uh, we could be dropping missiles over so and so, and you might want to move your troops. He's let me tell you what he's cognizant enough to know that the Iranians who he's threatened. And, and who are just, they, there's been hundreds of attacks, well over dozens. There's been over 100 attacks on us, sponsored by Iran and Joe Biden and the money that he gave them back. And Joe Biden cannot attack them without warning them because they are, he's compromised. So there's Joe Biden, who's Captain Demento, worst presidency ever. And by the way, you want some more embarrassing things? The people who voted for that clown. You're just as embarrassing. You're just as, as complicit in allowing America to go down the tubes. Today, the, not to, wait, what was it? Did I just see it today? I, it could be a couple days old. I don't know. But I saw, oh, the January jobs report is 355,000 jobs. More than expected. I'm going to make you a bet. When they print the revised jobs report, it's going to be a lot less. It'll drop by at least 50,000, if not 100,000. And suddenly, it'll be right back into expectation mode. They're going to sugarcoat everything Joe Biden's doing. I heard uh, Cudlow went on Fox News and said, I owe Biden an apology. The GDP is, you know, better than it was. Well, you know what the GDP was built on? Y let me tell you how disingenuous that statement is. The GDP was up because of government spending. It wasn't done because the consumer spend, the private sector is growing. It was done because the government is growing. So Joe Biden is taking money out of the treasury, spending it, and then saying, look at the GDP, the gross domestic product is growing. No, that's not the gross domestic product because you can't build a, a business on government. You can only build a business on entrepreneurs. Because we are the ones funding the government. Where's that money coming from that the government's spending besides debt? 
And who are they heaping that debt on? You think they're heaping that debt on themselves? You think these congressmen and senators are worried about how they're going to pay their bills or their families? If the apocalypse happens now, they're going to have hookups and they're going to be getting fed. There's, their lives aren't going to change much at all. But the zombies out there, the people that vote for those stupid clowns, their lives are going to change dramatically. What's another embarrassing thing? People who would still vote for Joe Biden. Where do you put these clowns? How much do you have to see before you finally go, okay, look, enough is enough. We got to call foul on Joe. Here's another group of people that should be embarrassing for the left, but aren't. The people who make excuses for Hunter Biden. Oh, y'all just need to leave Hunter alone. He's a great person. He had a drug habit. You know, Hunter was under a lot of stress or whatever. I don't care what it is. You think Hunter Biden has suffered anything that some other American has never suffered? What is, what's happening to them? Do you have someone in your family that's got a drug problem? Maybe got pulled over with coke in the car? Got caught with some dope? Got caught with prostitutes? Isn't taking care of their kids? Where are they? What's happening to them? Are they getting put on boards of, of companies and making millions of dollars and, and essentially ignoring subpoenas from Congress? Are you kidding me? These people are insane. They want you to buy into the idea that everything in this country is being, it's fair. Embarrassing things. That is what the left are good at. Everything's an embarrassment. The Harvey Weinstein, embarrassment. Jeffrey Epstein, embarrassment. Bill Clinton, embarrassment. All of Hollywood, an embarrassment. You think they got everybody in Hollywood that was a pedophile or or messing around with just sexually abusing women? You think Weinstein was it? Was he the epicenter? Has it gone away? What about these knuckleheads that come out the De Niro's of the world? I don't care what Joe Biden does. Joe Biden could be dumb. I would never vote for Donald Trump. I've written a whole piece on this. Why? Why would you? If you know Joe Biden's stupid and you know Donald Trump did a good job, what is your problem? Because I'll tell you this. I know conservatives, and here's what I'll tell you. If you, if Donald Trump had performed like Joe Biden, I would disown him. If Joe Biden performed like Donald Trump, I'd be singing his praises. Same is true of baby black Jesus. We are consistent in our ideology. Our ideology is about truth. We may hold our nose and say, I can't believe I'm going to vote for a Democrat. Some of you did it with Barack Obama. Shame on you. But I'll, I'll give you a pass because you got, you know, sucked up into the elixir of the mocha chocolate baby black Jesus up fine. I'm not going to get mad at you. I'm, I'm never going to get mad at you for you making a conscious decision. Even if I think that decision was absolutely lunacy, absolute lunacy, but would you do it again? So the people who would still vote for Joe Biden, the people who would still make excuses for his family, the people that know Joe Biden is crooked. I have nothing for them. That's what I'm talking about embarrassing things. When I talked about embarrassing things, and I will do another segment on it that cuts across human nature, cuts across political ideologies, it cuts across gender, whatever. Let me put it to you this way. Every one of us has to go use the bathroom. There's not one of us that doesn't. My grandmother used to make a distinction between how women expelled air from their bodies and men. She'd say, women poot, <laughs> men fart. And I went, no, yeah, but it's both a fart. <laughs> I don't care how you describe it. And, and, and it, it, they smell. I know you women think they don't, but they do. 
and I could go on. So there are things that were that are universal that we can talk about that are funny and, and make us remind ourselves that we're all one and the same, one of God's children created just like the other. And then there are things that make you stupid. That make you that you should be embarrassed for because you fell for it. You got suckered into it. I didn't think we'd do two segments, but we're out of time. We got more. Keep it here. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. Kevin Jackson Radio Show. Con Kevino Jacksones. We did a thing on embarrassing moments, things where like you fall down and you, and you, you know, look around to see if anybody saw you or you almost fall and you act like you're dancing. And it was a fun segment and we're going to do it again because there were many things that I found fascinating about that because it's things we do. And it, it makes us, at least with me, it reminds me that I'm little more than a human. This is why when you hear me talk about my faith, you know, just the things that are near and dear to me, I always remind people I'm a flawed human being. I, I see you the same way, but I don't focus on your flaws, but I know you are. You're a flawed human being. That's okay. So the minute that you realize that and, and we let people know that we do recognize our flaws, that's when they go, you know what, that's a, that's a, he's a cool cat. He is not going to be sanctimonious and judging me all the time about different things. Good quality conservatives, we are not judgy at all. The thing that we know who, that we represent, I will tell you, Democrats and some of these lefties would love to know we're like what we are. They don't know. We don't advertise it. We, we don't remind them that we're human just like they are. The only, I, t- I, I say this, I've said it a thousand times if I said it, you know, 10,000. The only difference between us and them is we're accountable to our actions and we seek truth. They don't. So I mentioned embarrassing things and I started out with Joe Biden. He's an embarrassment. If you support Joe Biden, if you think he brought decency to the White House, you're a fool. He's an embarrassment to the White House. He's an embarrassment to politics. He's an embarrassment as a human being in many ways. I'll give him credit. He's a, he's a, I'm not going to say he's a good dad, but he's a doting father. He enables his crackhead son, which brings me to another person that you, should be embarrassing to the left, Hunter Biden. What kind of first son is he? So there's Joe Biden, people who voted for Joe Biden, idiots should be embarrassed of themselves. People who would still vote for Joe Biden after the fact, knowing what he's about, should be in, that's an embarrassment. People who make excuses for Hunter Biden, they, he's got excuse on top of excuse for a life not well led. A guy who's, I mean, sadly, jacked up by his family, mostly his father, and that will to please his daddy, and then it created a dynamic in him that got him into excess. Excess in drugs, excess in women, excess in whatever. Hunter is an excessive individual. And he's been able to get away with it under the cover of his daddy being a senator. Kevin Jackson, folks, is who you're listening to. The Kevin Jackson Network, 844-551-8255. I am not embarrassed for, whether, for the Republican Party. The party 
The anti-slavery party is what the Republican Party was founded on. I'm not embarrassed by that. I'm not embarrassed to be the party of Lincoln, the party of Reagan, the party of Trump. You know how you become iconic in those ways? You have to do something. Lincoln is a Republican. I proudly stand behind that man. Ronald Reagan is the one who, got, who made me understand what I was a conservative. And then there came Trump converted millions of people, showed people how government is supposed to work. I proudly wear the moniker of a Lincoln Republican, a Reagan Republican, or a Trump Republican. So should you. We dedicated an entire product line. Go to my store, shop.thekevinjacksonnetwork.com, and check it out. An entire product line dedicated to Donald Trump. His sayings, his nicknames, good and bad, whether you like it or not, we dedicated to him because he deserves it. And I hope you will sport that stuff. I hope you wear it. I hope you get the mug. I hope you share it with other people. That's what I'm asking you to do. But who? what are the other things that leftists should be ashamed of, should be embarrassed by? The Democratic Party, the party of lynching of Negroes is what I call them. A party founded on keeping men and women in slavery, treating people inhumanely but acting as if they're holier than thou. You really want to see the sanctimonious ones? Let them get their backs against the wall, and these God-hating sons of a guns will absolutely break out a Bible. They'll carry it around, go to black churches, talk about what the Lord said and God. Pelosi will pull out God in a minute, and she's the least godly person, one of the least godly on the planet. So along with being stupid, if you like the Democratic Party, you, you'd have to be a fool. You should be embarrassed to vote for them. Do you not know enough history about these people? Who, is, who are some other people that are embarrassing to me? People who would dare tell you, how could you vote for Donald Trump? And they try to chastise you when, you, and when all you got to say is, well, there is this thing called his record. Look at Joe Biden's bi uh, border policy right now. You know what he's having to refer back to? Donald Trump. They're blaming Trump when he shut the border down. We had, and I gave you the immigration stats the other day. I'm not going to rehash them. But the number of people that were hitting the border, sneaking into America, went down exponentially, not geometrically. It went down exponentially. Trump plugged the hole. And what did Joe Biden do? He broke it. Paid to broke it. Who knows? Paid by Mexico paid by Iran, paid by other terrorist nations. Who knows? But Joe Biden, you, you can bet his fingerprints are on it somewhere, or hunters are. You want to know some other people that are silly? People who believe in climate farce. They're stupid. These are people that don't want to accept. See, weather's not sexy enough. So they don't want to accept that it. it's just weather because it isn't sexy. They want to have cocktail banter. Oh, yeah, I'm so into saving the planet. Go to where these people live. Okay, here's a good example. Go to any major city that's run, and you know, I already know the politics, right? Then go to the suburbs. I'll tell you a perfect story. One of my buddies, he came to take me to lunch. His name is Billy, cool cat. So Billy says, no, man, I'll come over, I'll come over. He goes, I... And I said, man, it's a long way. He goes, ah, no problem. He goes, you're always over here. So he comes, and I didn't have a car because we're down to one car. I'm not going to get Melissa's car back to October because we can't get a seatbelt because of Joe Biden supply chain. But anyway, Billy comes to get me. 
the first thing he says, he goes, man, it is really nice over here. And I went, really? He goes, yeah, he lives in Phoenix. He's like, com- you know, compared to Phoenix, he's like, the minute he hit my neighborhood, he's like, this is super nice. I mean, wow. It was like a, a foreign planet for him. Because we don't deal with the crap they deal with. Well, not a bunch of congestion. You know, I mean, it, it it's a whole, it's night and day. And you know, if you lived in the suburbs, if you visited them, and then you go into the inner city, you're like, wow, man. It's like wild, wild west over here. But you don't know what you don't know. And he comes over and he's like, I mean, it was so genuine. It was funny to me. But I knew what he was saying because I've lived in the city. When I was in St. Louis, I lived in the city. And I could, I so wanted to move out to the burbs that it was, it was too expensive. Anyway, people who don't realize that Democrats are responsible for racism and in, institutional racism, they embarrass me. These are people that don't have any knowledge of history. And the first thing they want to do is point the finger of racism at a, a conservative, particularly a white male conservative, because then they can throw in the patriarchy and toxic masculinity. You know, get some chasers. So they bug me. I don't like people who are ignorant and ignorant about their own past. So they vote Democrat and don't even realize, well, what do you, where, where's the institutional racism? Well, colleges and universities are not putting enough black people in for tenure and professors and stuff. Okay, well, who owns it? Who owns that part of the system? Democrats. I've already, we we were circulating a video that Epic Times made about me. They consider me a thought leader, and I appreciate that. They made a video of me in an interview that I did with a gentleman named Jans, and I blew Jans away. So they made this thought leader uh, video, and I talk about all the problems of plaguing the inner cities, and I'm not going to tell you anything you don't know, and I ended with, Point after all the things you can point at and talk about it's owned by Democrats and particularly black Democrats in many cases. Why does it every time cities have a problem, they point at a rich white Republican? The man is nowhere to be found. But that's what they point at. People who live in cities and blame Republicans for their problems are embarrassing. They're an embarrassment. And that brings me to the race pimps, the black folks that are out there who are always looking to blame somebody for the problems that black folks create for themselves. And when somebody like me says something, then I'm an Uncle Tom and a step and fetch it Negro. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm far from it. I want black folks to be lauded, to be revered the way it used to be. You think D. Ray McKesson and those guys are going to go down in history? Sean King are going to go down in history as the Martin Luther Kings and the Rosa Parks? You know what else is an embarrassment to me, folks? All leftists. People too stupid to pull their heads from betwixt their behind and look at the world the way it really is. Putting an end to identity politics. And now for something completely different. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show.